Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Reb T, the Pirkei Avos Learning with Reb T, the Shir where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We're looking at chapter 6, Mishnah 3, Vav Gimel, here in the last parak of season 4 of the PAL with the translation from the book by the commentary Rabbeinu Yona finished in the official chapter 5. Let's learn about how we have to give someone honor even if they teach us a little bit, a tiny bit, a tiny smidgik. Halamed mechavero perik echad o halak lacha echas. One who learns a single chapter or a single law or a single verse, o pasik echad, a single verse, o dibor echad o afilu os echas. Someone who learns even a single verse, a single word, or even a single letter from his friend, Sarach Linhog Bokavod, must give him respect. Shekin Matsino Bedavid Melchisrael, because we found and we find by David, king of Israel, Shalom Laman Me'achitofel, Ella Shnei Devarim Bavad, who only learned two things from Achitofel, who is not really the best person to David, not the most loyal person to David, yet he called him. He called him Alufo He called him his master's guide and his intimate friend. It says, It says, And you are my man of my worth, my guide, and my intimate friend. And that comes from Tihilim fifty five. So really it becomes a Kalfa Homer, which is an a fortiori argument type of uh, explanation idea from the Talmud. If this is true, then how much more so something greater must be true. So it's a Kavachomer, basically. We say, If David, the king of Israel, the great king, learned only two things from Achitofel, if we, who are not nearly on, this, on the same level of David and Melech, learn something from someone else, even a letter, even a pasuk, even a saying, of course we have to give covet to that person. The covet is only relation to Torah. Numbers it says, The wise will inherit honor, the innocent shall inherit good. That comes from Mishlei. And good is nothing but Torah. I've given you a good inheritance. My Torah, do not forsake it. That comes from Mishli. And we say that actually in Davening also. The question is, what are the two things that David actually learned from Achitofel? So one of them, I believe, is that you're not supposed to learn alone. It's better to learn Bechavrusa. You shouldn't really be learning alone because it's it's more beneficial when you learn with someone else. They they rack your brain, they make you try to respond, they make you need to know the material better. It's always better to have a chavrusa. And I believe the second other thing might have been that you're not supposed to use the, the shul at uh, base kinesis or base medrash as a shortcut, but you should go in and you should learn something or say a, a pasik when you're in the base medrash and the base kinesis. I could be very wrong, but for some reason those are the two things I think, I think, I think he learned from Achitofel. But um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I believe two little items, two little ideas that he learned. And look what he said about Achitofel. The point for us is, anytime we learn from someone else, learn something from someone else, not only should we thank them for it and give them honor and cover for it, but we should quote it in their name. Perkyovus teaches us elsewhere 
If you say something in the name of someone that gave it to you, you bring Geula to the world. How do we know this? Because from the Purim story in Megillus Esther, Esther repeated in the name of Mordechai the plot to assassinate Ahasuerus from Bigson and Seresh, and thanks to that, you know, the whole topple effect, the whole domino effect that Hashem caused to happen was basically the Geula started just from that, because of that Bixen and Seresh thing. When Haman came and wanted to hang Mordechai, the, the, the Sefer Zechronos, the Book of Remembrances of Good Deeds Done for the King, was open, and it was randomly open thanks to Hashem, to, to what Mordechai did. Mordechai was never repaid, and basically it was leading to the Haman downfall. And that's all because Esther mentioned Mordechai's name as the one that saved the king. It's very important to mention something from someone else that literally brings Geula to the world, and it also is covered in proper Derech Eretz. If I learn something in the name of the Rambam, or the Ramban, or the Rabbi Shul Salanter, don't try to pass it off as my own, God forbid. Don't try to pass it off as your own. Say it where you found it. That's why in my Shurim, I try to say where I hear things from. If I don't, I say, I don't know where I heard it, but this is it. It's not my own idea. And even in the, especially in the lecture series, which takes a lot of work and we put a lot of sources into it, I try to quote where it comes from. If it's h.com with this author, or it's chabad.org with this author, or even if it's from Safari, I try to say that sources are usually from safari.org, and then I say where we could find the source, because if it's not your own, you gotta, you got to put where the source comes from. And that's where the secular world comes from, the idea of plagiarism. You think they made it up on their own? No, it comes from Judaism. You have to always say the source where something comes from. It's not truthful. It's not honest if it doesn't come from you. And it brings Geula to the world on some level if you quote things in the right way and you give respect to someone who teaches you anything. So if we see something from Brachos, we got to write where in Brachos we find it. Brachos 57a, not just 57, 57a. And sometimes Safari actually says exactly which lines it comes from, but sometimes we just say it's from the first side of the folio or the second side of the folio. But when we hear something, we learn something, even if it's a single letter. Oh my gosh, you know, I learned from H.com how every letter has significance. Oh my gosh, I saw in Chabad something really cool about the alphabet. You know, one of my rabbis taught me in yeshiva that the, the alphabet is, fa- is, is fascinating how like sheker, which is a lie, which is the word for lie, the words that are, in, the letters that are involved in sheker don't really have a leg to stand on. Literally, a shin has only, if you look at the real way that the Hebrew letters are formed, not the script version, but the real way, the shin has a point at the bottom and it doesn't have a leg to stand on. The resh in sheker doesn't have a leg to stand on, it topples over. And the kuf doesn't really have a leg to stand on, it's two pieces that are standing together. But ms, which is truth, really has legs to stand on because in real biblical way of writing MS, the Aleph has two solid feet on the ground, the Mem has a real solid foot on the ground, and the Tuf has two feet on the ground. A fascinating thing, I don't remember where I heard it, but I'm telling you I don't remember. It's not my own saying, and it's not, I don't know if it was a rabbi in Rashid or commentators, maybe the Chavis Chaim even talks about how when you're talking about Lashon Hara, Falsehood never has a leg to stand on, but truth always has a leg to stand on. How do we know that? Because we look at the Hebrew letters the way that they're really written. Fascinating. Even the Hebrew, the the written alphabet that was given to us by Hashem has secrets in it. And the Gemara also goes through, by the way, how different letters teach us different things also. Maybe the Gemara talks about how MS versus Sheker, but anyway... 
it's just fascinating to look at the letters and it goes through that each letter teaches something about us. So that's why even if you learn something, a letter or anything from someone else, got to give credit where credit is due, got to give honor where honor is due. And if you repeat something in the name of someone else, it really can bring Geula to the world, just like in the Esther story. So remember, never plagiarize and remember it comes from Judaism and it comes from the fact that we have to give honor, just like David Melech gave honor of the two things he learned, which may or may not have been about having a chavrus and not using a base medrash as a shortcut, but saying a pasuk when you walk through it or whatever the two things he learned, two simple things, but he still gave honor, so too should we, and so too should we use it to bring Ula to the world, may it be a zechus that we bring Ula and it comes speedily today. Join us next time as we talk. The way of Torah, how to simplify your life, how to make your life non-materialistic, but more focused on Torah here on the PAL with Reb T. And I'm your host, Reb T.